This is the Sports Psychology Hour with Dr. Andrew Jacobs on Sports Radio 810 WHB. What I've done is help athletes be the best they can be. We work on giving you that winning edge, that mental edge that will help you realize your potential. Dr. Jacobs has been in practice for over 30 years as a sports psychologist. This is the first time I've ever listened to it. I'm on my way to church, and I said, i got to pull over and talk. Right now is your chance to call Dr. Jacobs for free help with any sports-related problem. It's a wonderful form, and uh, it must be a radio for me every time I'm in the camp city. This show is about you. It's about having fun, working hard, building self-confidence, having the right attitude, being a good teammate, being a good parent, and being a good coach. Now, here's the sports psychologist, Dr. Andrew Jacobs. Good morning, everybody. I am sports psychologist, Dr. Andrew Jacobs, and welcome to our show here, the Sports Psychology Hour here on Sports Radio 810 WHB. As you know, I'm here every Sunday from 7 to 8 a.m. taking your calls and getting into discussions with you about the world of sports psychology, about your mind, about your attitude, about your focus, about your mindset, about how attitude and confidence affect what you do. I've been here at Sports Radio 810 WHB in my 16th year. I've been on the radio now in Kansas City for 26 years, and I've been in practice as a sports psychologist for 37 years. And I love doing this show every week because we talk about you. We talk about what's in your head. We talk about how that affects what you do how that affects your performance on the athletic field, how it affects you as a person. I've had the privilege to work with athletes at all levels of competition, from the Olympic level, professional level, all the way down to youth sports. And uh, as you heard in our promo, we have our book out, Just Let Them Play, Guiding Parents, Coaches, and Athletes Through Youth Sports, that I co-authored with Jeff Montgomery, Pete Malone, written uh, by Matt Folks. We have a chapter in the book by Dr. Steve Joyce, all about sports injuries. And we talk in that book about a lot of things, about making the sports experience a positive one, a fun one, and when you grow in. You know, today the Chiefs have a big game against the Buffalo Bills. And they have not played well. As we know, they started the year 5-0. and They're 1-4 and in their last five games, and now they're 6-4. and People have jumped ship. People have given up. See, it's a fraud, whatever. It's amazing to me when I hear people talk about sports how you're only as good as what you've done for me lately. Are they not playing well? Yes. Have they had problems? Yes. But I always like to look at this and take the big picture. It's a 16-game season over 17 weeks. And I've never met Andy Reid, but everything I can pick up about him is he is a very stable individual in terms of his mindset, in terms of what he says to the team, how he talks to them. I have talked to people in the organization, and they've told me that. He said he's very consistent, never too high, never too low, pretty even. That's what you want in a head coach. You don't want a guy who's all over the place or a woman who's all over the place. You need somebody who's stable. So should you be worried about the team? Well, if you're a fan, yeah, because, you know, they started off 5-0. and Everybody's talking about this as the— you know, best team in the NFL, they're going to the Super Bowl, blah, blah, blah. Well, that was 5-0. and Had 11 more games to play. Now they've got to get it back together. They've got to turn it back on. So what do you do if you're the Chiefs? What do you do if you're a player on the team? What do you do if you're a coach on the team? How do you get yourself back on track? 
It's all about mindsets now. Yes, it, it's about schemes and techniques and plays and how they make adjustments. Are they having issues on defense? Yes. Have the, Has the offense not played as well as it had been playing? Yes. But they have to believe in the concept. They have to believe in the program. So this is where the whole issue of confidence comes in. You know, we talk about confidence on this show a lot. And I believe very strongly that you have to be confident to be successful. Now, that does not mean that you, can, you, you can't fail. You're going to fail. I mean, in the course of a football game, there are going to be drop passes, there are going to be penalties, there are going to be you know, mistakes. That's part of, of any sport. No one's perfect. Chiefs were five and zero. Everyone's like, oh, 16 and zero. Here we go. No, it's not going to happen. Obviously, it hasn't. So right now, if you are a member on the team, if you are a coach on the team, if you are a player on the team, I want to know right now what you think they're thinking from a confidence, from a psychological perspective, and how important is mindset right now? I'll open up our phone lines. Let's get some calls in here early on. I know there are a lot of people on their way out there to already start tailgating. And I'm going to wish my oldest son, Jonathan, a happy birthday, a day day after his birthday. His birthday was yesterday. He turned 28. I know he's on his way out there early this morning with a couple of his friends. We had a great Thanksgiving together with my sister in Chicago. Hope all of you had a wonderful holiday with your family. Got to spend some quality time. So, son, love you. Happy birthday. And I will see you in a few hours out there. Now, if you are a Chiefs fan... Do you have confidence in this team? It doesn't matter. The players are the ones who have to have it. So if you're a player on the team, if you're a coach in this team, what are you thinking today as they go into this game? They're 6-4. and four, They're in first place. Their destiny is still in their hands. How do they approach this today from a psychological perspective? Well, I think they have to look. They have to believe in the system, number one. They have to have confidence in themselves, number two. They need to trust their teammates, number three. They need to trust the coaches. So if you're a coach and you're coaching a team, and that team is just like the Chiefs, started off great, then they start not playing so well. Things start going downhill. What do you say to the team? How do you keep them focused? How do you keep them motivated? How do you keep their mindsets in a positive direction? Let's get some calls in here I want to hear from you. Our number is 913-3810-810. If you are a coach... I want to hear from you and find out what you say to your team when they're not playing as well as they have been playing earlier in the year. Still lots of time left in the season, lots of time left to get things corrected. How do you keep a team's confidence up? And I think that's a big part of this, confidence. What is confidence? It's the belief in yourself, belief in your abilities, belief in what you can do. How do you keep that going in a positive way? I want to hear from you. 913-3810-810 is our number. If you are an athlete, have you ever lost your confidence before? Do you feel you've lost it? Have you lost confidence in the system, in the program, and what you're doing, and what the coaches are telling you? How do you come back from that? How do you respond to that? How do you react to that? That's a big piece of this today. You know, a lot of people are getting ready to move, drive out, tarot tailgate, get ready for this game today. It's going to be a beautiful day, considering it's November 26th. It's going to be close to 60 degrees. Great day for football. I want to get your thoughts. If you're a coach, let's get some calls in here. I know it's early, but every week, the last 15 minutes of the show, we get loaded with calls. 
and I have to talk the whole first 20 minutes. I'm going to get my producer, Rudy Salazar, in here because he's got good opinions on these things as well. He's a man who works many hours here at this station, dedicates himself to this station, so we're going to get his opinion on this as well. 913-3810-810 is the number. If you are a coach, what would you be saying to the Chiefs today? If you were, the, if you were Andy Reid, what would you be saying to the players? I think it's stay focused, believe in yourself, believe in what we're doing, communicate to your teammates, communicate to the coaches, let's work on it. This is where, you know, I always like to say you can have two athletes who are physically the same, but the one with the stronger mind will be the one who'll come out on top. I'm a firm believer in mindsets in sport. I'm a firm believer that if you have the right mindset, if you have the right attitude, you will have a greater chance to succeed. Now, Obviously, you've got to play the other team as well, but you've got to have the right mindset. So how important is the mental part of this game right now? 913-3810-810 is the number. If you're a coach, what do you think? What would you be saying to the Chiefs players today if you were Andy Reid, if you're the position coaches? How do you keep them on task? How do you keep them focused? I want to hear from you if you're a coach. I want to hear from you if you're an athlete. How do you deal with this? This is a big game today. You know, they haven't played well. We know that. But, you know, they're not that far off from what I've heard from a lot of the coaches. Hey, there isn't that much that we could do to change that'll be different, and the results will be different. Sometimes that's a little thing here, a little thing there. All right, 913 is the number. Let's get some calls in here. We have our first call of the morning. Let's see what Chris has to say. Chris, thank you for calling in. How are you? Hey, Dr. Jacobs. I always enjoy your show. Thank you. Um, Hey, I'm an old guy like you, and I can remember the glory days of the Chiefs. And well, hold on a second. I'm not. I may be 62, but I'm not old. <laughs> well, you you're older than me, even. But the the you know people. I, I've been telling people all week not to overreact to this Giants loss because I cited the 69 and 71 Chiefs, who who I think Lynn Dawson would tell you that are the two best Chiefs teams ever, and. And uh, the 69 Chiefs lost at a second-year expansion franchise, the Cincinnati Bengals. I remember uh, that game. And I believe Lynn Dawson actually got hurt in that game and had to miss a few games after that. I believe Jackie and, Jackie Lee came in to, re, to, to replace him. If I'm, it may have been Livingston or Jackie right. Lee. I can't remember. But anyway, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, we ended up with playing our third-string quarterback, who played quite well, actually. But the the And then in 71 season... You know, if you look at the, you know, and I, I can got it. I don't know why I remember these games, but the, you know, I was just that right age as a kid, where every game was so important. They, they, they lost three games on the road to to losing teams that year, and and Lynn Dawson would tell you that's the best Chiefs team ever, and so it happens. And are they in a rough stretch? Yes, they are. But but New England in, in winning Super Bowls has had rough stretches in the middle of seasons, and they've overcome it. You know this team is good enough to overcome this. Now will it, will they? I don't know. They could fall on their face. They could become the '98 Chiefs, which right. started off like four and zero, and they totally people were talking Super Bowl, perfect season, blah blah blah, and that team just collapsed. Well, it, you're 100 percent correct, and the thing is, you know, the fans get all excited and turned on and, and pumped up when the team starts playing well and then they get down in the dumps when they're not you have to look at the big picture and that and that's how i think you have to look at anything in sports it's you know there's the old saying the operating over till the fat lady sings well they have six more games and they've gone they went through a great stretch five and oh a bad stretch one and four 
They have a six-game season left until hopefully the playoffs happen for them. So what would you do, Chris, if you were Andy Reid today? What would you say to the players? What would you be saying to the team? Well, I think I, you know, I think when I was showing the game film last week, I'd, I'd have emphasized positive plays, and there were some positives in that game. The defense played their best game in a long time, okay? They did. The, the, the two stars on offense, Hill and Kelsey, I thought played really hard that game and played really well. You know, they, the quarterback just had his worst game of the year last last weekend, and that was probably the biggest difference in the game. But he probably had a really good excuse. The wind was – I've seen enough games at the Giants Stadium. It's incredibly swirling winds that day, and I've seen Phil Simms and, you know, Hall of Famer like Phil Simms have horrible games in that wind at that stadium. So, you know, I think there was positives that Andy Reid – you, know, I, I, you know, I like to cite Bill, Bill Self – does a really good job of this you know game to game you can tell he's tough as some weeks he's even when they play well you know often when they play well that's when he's toughest on his team it's when they play bad that's when he's trying all of a sudden trying to get positive right coming up tournament time and stuff and i think andy reed's the same kind of coach well i have a philosophy chris i like to look out the front windshield not the rearview mirror and i think it's important that they look about what's in front of them it's easy you know fans fans emotions get way too too caught up in, in, in extremes, up or down. And I think if you're a player, and I know having been on many, many athletic teams as a sports psychologist working with them, it's about stability. It's about mental stability. It's about evenness. Now, do they have some problems, you know, in terms of their production, both on offense and defense? Yes. Obviously, special teams has been awesome. You've got to, you know, this field goal kicker hasn't missed a kick since his first kick. I mean, it's amazing what, you know, they picked this guy up from Carolina and Bucker, and here he is, he's made, I think, 22 in a row, 23 in a row, whatever it is. The guy's played awesome. So there are a lot of positives going on here. Like you said, the defense played better last week. But this is where, to me, the mental part comes in. When you're lining up, when you're about ready to play, you've got to have that confidence. What's your definition of confidence, Chris? Oh, you know, and I'm not showing it on this phone call to you, for sure. Um, you know, sports-wise... I, 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 I would say confidence is overcoming adversity. And, you know, every team has to do it. And this team is now facing it. But, you know, I, I, I think they can do it. You know, and, 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 I, and I'll tell you, Chiefs fans, another reason to be positive on this. You know, I think this team, if they were had the home field in the playoffs again, the pressure on them would be incredible. I think just like the 69 Chiefs had to go on the road, trust me, I, you know, I was pretty young. I was seven years old. You, you'll remember this better than me, what the town felt like going into the 69 playoffs. But we hadn't – we were a wild-card team. And we had a good record, but we are still a wild-card team. and lost to the Raiders twice that year. Did, did we're, I, I bet you people were not optimistic. We're going, we had to face the Jets, the defending world champions, on the road. And then if we win that, we had to face the Raiders on the road. Well, I, I've I had – I, I've had I uh, nobody thought we were going to the Super Bowl that year. I know, I know. For, for the years I've been on the radio, I've had Otis Taylor, Willie Lanier, Will Shields, Nick Lowry on this show, Al Saunders on this show. I've had many great Chiefs you know, players on this show, and they've all said the same thing: you have to take it one game at a time, one play at a time, and focus on yourself. You can't get caught up in in the big picture. You got to focus on what's in front of you. And I think if this team takes that approach, I think they're going to you're going to have a great chance to succeed. Now that doesn't mean they will, doesn't mean they won't, 
But I think that's the attitude you have to have in this. You can't flip out about the fact that you've lost four of the last five games, just like you can't get all pumped up that you've won five in a row. It's the next play. It's the next game. And I think that's the way they have to approach it. And I think it sounds like that's the attitude you've got here as well. Hey, enjoy, enjoy the show, Andy. Thank you. Chris, thanks for calling in. Appreciate it. All right, that frees up our lines here at 913-3810-810. I want to hear from you. I'm talking about the Chiefs today. Obviously a big game against the Bills. They're 6-4. and four. They need to start winning again, obviously, to get back on track. But what is it going to take psychologically for that to happen? If you were driving up to Arrowhead, if you're a player or a coach right now, what are you thinking about? I think here's the key thing, and I've talked about this on this show before. My good friend Pete Malone, and I've talked about this many, many times while I work with his swim team, the Kansas City Blazers. Pete had five gold medalists in the Olympics, so he knows what he's talking about. Focus on effort and execution. Focus on what you're doing. Don't worry about results. The results will come. But if you focus on results, if you're worried about a time in your race, I've got to swim this time, time got to swim this time, then you're not focusing on what you have to do to swim that time. Yeah, the Chiefs want to win today. They want to get a win. What's it going to take to do that? Execution. Focus on the next play. Focus on what you have to do. If you ran the wrong route, what'd you do wrong? If you didn't cover the guy properly, what'd you do wrong? How do you move on to the next play? Focus on execution. If you're a coach, I want to hear from you. What would you say to your team if you were coaching them in this situation right now? You start off playing great, then you hit a rough spot. There's a lot of questions about whether you're as good as you thought you were. How do you get your team's confidence where you want it to be? Our number is 913-3810-810. I want to get my producer, Rudy Salazar's opinion. He deals with this stuff all the time. He's here. He's, he lives here at the station. He's been living here the last three days. Did you eat any turkey at all, Rudy, the last three days? Yeah, I was able to get some. Um, my mom brought some over, actually, uh, leftovers while I was working. So I want to thank you for thank you for for doing this show with me. You do a great job every week. You're on time, which is always good. And you know, here's the thing: we're getting a call, and she's going to answer that. Confidence, in my opinion, is what it comes down to. If you believe enough in what you're doing and the system that you're in, you have a greater chance to succeed. But when that self doubt pops in, when that negativity pops in, when you, when you start to question whether you're good enough, there's going to be a hesitation. There's going to be a hesitancy, and that hesitation and hesitancy then causes you to freeze, and then things don't go well. Confidence is the b- ability to believe in yourself, believe in what you're doing. All right, nine one three three eight ten eight ten is the number I want to hear from. Let's see what Quincy has to say. Quincy, thanks for calling in. How are you? I'm doing fine. How about yourself? I'm great. I'm great. Had well, not- I would just. Oh, I'm sorry. I would just say to get get back to old school football, man. Knuckle up. Quit all the gimmick plays and just knuckle up and, and run it straight up the middle and tire them linebackers out, make them uh, safeties and them uh, DBs come down and try to stop the run, and then just start opening up with Kelsey across the middle. Start doing some more slant, slant routes and stuff, and you know maybe some dig routes or something. Don't get no more fanciness. Just knuckle up and just play smash mouth football. Well, got- that's 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 easier to say, harder to do. This team does a lot of of trick plays. Obviously, that's part of their offense. But let me ask this True. question from a confidence perspective, Quincy. If you were a player on this team today, where would you be? Right now, I would say I'm at a. I would say I'm at a seven because I look at it like you know what we are a better team than what our record says. We're a better team than what we played last week. We got the talent. We got the mentality. We just have to put the, put the glue together and let's get it on. The, let's get it together. You know, 
no more blaming, no more bitching about it, excuse my language. Uh, just get out there, execute the play, like you said, one play at a time. One quarter at a time. Well, let me let's let's talk about last week for a second, Quincy, because I was talking to one of my my closest friends, and I said, I don't think we're going to win this game, and here's why. Did some reading about the Giants. First of all, the Giants weren't weren't supposed to be this bad. First of all, second True. second, they had a big team meeting, players only meeting last week, where you know what hit the fan with them. They really exactly. called each other out. They they talked about responsibility. They really wouldn't say much about it, except they said everybody's got to be responsible for himself. That scares me when teams do that. I've been parts of parts of those t- types of team talks many, many times. I've actually had a number of t- talks with teams when I've worked with teams in situations like that where basically we call people out and say, look, what do we have to do? And so that to me was a motivational situation with them where basically it's like their jobs are on the line. They had to get it together. So I was a little concerned about that from a motivational perspective. Not not from the Chiefs' part, but from the Giants' part. I thought they may be walking into a situation where they may have some trouble. And well, check, I'll your, no, no, I want to get your thoughts on that. Well, you know what? I think that's that's one of the best things to do is uh, call players only meeting, and 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 hash it out. I mean, everybody, get it out your system. What is it that we need to do? What is it? Hey, Kelsey, what is it I need to do? What is it I need to do, Kareem, to get you? You know to get holes going so you can get 10, 20 yards every every play. Hey, what do I need to do to block better? What do I need to do on a defense so, so we can get sacks and get pressure? I, I, I'm all for it. As a matter of fact, I don't see why they haven't did it after uh, being 5-0. Well, I we don't know. We, we don't know. Excuse me. We, we don't know what they're doing here. I mean, they may have True. had the – what I do know, because I do know some people in the organization, the communication amongst the players and the coaches is very good here. Okay. That's it's great. very, very That's positive. Great. They're pretty straightforward and open with each other about things. So I, I, I'm not, I don't worry about that here. I, that's what I'm saying. But with the Giants, as bad as they were, as bad as they played, okay, I think that that had a lot to do with them playing better last week. There, there was some inter- I agree. That's the internal motivation, Quincy. I'm talking about, and I think yeah, that's I where these, that's where the Chiefs players today, individually have to look at themselves and ask them, what do I have to do to play my, what do I have to do to do my best today, what do I have yeah. to do to focus on my job, and I think if that. They take that approach, then there's more passion, there's more intensity, and you can see it in how they play. I agree with you 100% on that. Well, I, th- I think I think today you will see that. I think today you will see that, and I think by signing Darrell Revis, I think they kind of put a put an extra little, uh, you know what I mean, and, and until the team like say, hey, you know what. They're all they're all about winning. Let's get on let's get on board. Let's get all about winning again. Well we'll know a get lot more about three thirty this afternoon, won't we? Yes, yes, sir. All right, sir, I thank to, you. I thought it was a noon game. Well, yeah, I'm saying by three thirty we'll know. Cause oh, yeah, game. yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yes, sir. Yes, sir. You're right about that. Well, thank you for your call, sir. I appreciate it. Call back again sometime. Hey, appreciate your call. Thank you for your time. Thank you. All right. Now, Rudy, want to get your opinion here. You you you're here all the time. You're you're producing all these shows. What's your opinion about what I'm talking about here from a confidence perspective? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I think to thrive in, prof- in any professional sport, you have to have confidence. And mo- most athletes, I think, typically do. It's, ex- I think especially in the NFL, I think just to get to the NFL, you almost have to have this not normal almost amount of self-confidence. You have to like truly believe you are just a really great player to get to that level. Because um, it's just so hard. So few guys do get there. Plenty of guys have the talent, just not everybody, 
you know, gets there for, I think confidence is a big reason why one guy may not and one guy does. And like I've always said for years on this show, it, you can have two athletes who are physically the same, but the one with the stronger mind will be the one who'll come out on top. Last night I had a conversation with a three-time all-star Major League Baseball pitcher. He gave me, gave me a call about something, and we were talking about this, and he's, he loves to give me grief about the Chiefs because he knows I like the Chiefs. But then he said to me, he says, you know what, Doc? He said, it's like when we used to work together. He said, it's all about the confidence level. He goes, if their confidence is there, they're going to win. He goes, they're good enough to win. He goes, but but he said, but when that self-doubt pops in, he goes, you've got to have a game plan to, to, to beat it. So if there's an interception, if there's a fumble, if there's an offsides, you have to be able to, to forget about that quickly and come back on the next play. And that's where having a good mindset comes in, and that's where that confidence level comes in. I'm sports psychologist Dr. Andrew Jacobs. I'm here every Sunday morning from 7 to 8 a.m. Today's topic is the whole issue of the Chiefs playing Buffalo today. They need to win this game to get back on track, obviously. So from a mental perspective, from a confidence perspective, from a mindset perspective, what do they have to do if they're driving in? The, these players are driving in today to the stadium. The coaches and players are driving in. Mindset-wise, what do they need to be? I want to get your opinion. If you're a coach, you're coaching a team in a similar situation, how would you handle it? 913-3810-810 is the number. If you're a player, if you're a player on a team, and your team has been struggling. How do you keep yourself focused and stay on task? What do you have to do? What do you have to think about? I say you focus on your effort and your execution. Don't worry about the score. Focus on what you have to do. Why did the Patriots come back from a 28-3 deficit in the Super Bowl and win? Because of that exact reason. I'm sports psychologist Dr. Andrew Jacobs. The number here is 913-3810-810. Give me a call and let's talk. We're on the Leader in Sports, Sports Radio 810. WHP. Good morning, everybody. I'm sports psychologist Dr. Andrew Jacobs. This is the Sports Psychology Hour, and I'm here every Sunday from 7 8 a.m. I've been here for the last 16 years on Sports Radio 810 WHB, been on the radio for 26 straight years. As a host in Kansas City, one of the long, longest holding or longest times as a host in any, anybody in town, I guess. There are a few people who have been on longer than me, but I always like to say our show is one of the best kept secrets in Kansas City, being that we're on from 7 to 8 on Sunday morning. So tell your friends about it. Our shows are all podcasted here on the station. Or you go to 810WHB.com, click on additional programming. And under additional programming, you'll find our shows. You can also find them at my website, which is winnersunlimited.com, W-I-N-N-E-R-S, unlimited.com. All my shows are podcasted there, and as well as the uh, podcast interview show I do. So hopefully you will be able to get some people to listen to these and tune in and contribute to our show, because this show is about conversation. We've had some couple great calls so far this morning, and I'd like to hear from you. No one's online now. I want to get your thoughts. We're talking about the Chiefs today. They're playing the Bills today. They're 6-4. and four. As you know, started the year off 5-0. and oh. They've gone 1-4 and four the last five games. A lot of people have you know, given up on them. I have not. I don't give up on anybody till the season's over, and then you evaluate what's going on. Our number here is 913-3810-810. I'd like to hear from you and get your thoughts about how important the role of confidence is for the Chiefs players today. If you are a player on this team, how important is self-confidence? 
you know, when you don't play well, when you lose, when things go poorly, you can have chips in your confidence. It can start to fade away a little bit. You may start to lose it. So if you're on your way out to the stadium today and you're a coach, you coach a team. It could be a high school team, a youth sports team, semi-pro team, a college team, a professional team. How do you get your team to get their swagger back, get their confidence back when they haven't been playing well? I think that's going to be a key part of this game today. 913-3810-810 is our number. If you are an athlete and you have had trouble with your self-confidence, you feel like maybe you've lost it, you maybe feel like maybe it's starting to go, things aren't going well, you can get frustrated. There's a word, frustration. I think frustration is the biggest barrier to self-confidence. You get frustrated with yourself. You get frustrated with your teammates. You get frustrated with what's going on. Things aren't working. The human element of sport is so important. How you keep your emotions in check, how you work with them, how you utilize them is important. And I think for most players who are successful, most teams who are successful, they're able to separate their emotions out from, a, from the negative perspective and not let those catch up with them and consume them. All right, let's get some calls in. Our number is 913-3810-810. I'm sports psychologist Dr. Andrew Jacobs. If you're a coach and your team has started playing poorly, how do you get them to get back on track? What do you tell them? What do you say to them? If you were Andy Reid today, you were Andy Reid today, what would you be saying to your team? 913-3810-810 is the number. Success and failure, two words, separated by very little. To me, it's about attitude, it's about mindset, it's about focus. Success and failure can very easily be separated by one little thing here or there. As I said earlier, I, I, I believe very strongly you have two athletes who are physically the same. Mentally, the one who ends up succeeding has a stronger mindset. They're, they're more prepared. Mentally, they're more together. So I'd like to hear from you. If you're on your way out to Arrowhead, starting to tailgate, it's going to be a beautiful day. There'll be a lot of barbecue, fumes in the air. That smell will be out there from miles away. You're a Chiefs fan. What is your thought about the game today? What does this, does this team need to do to get back on track? 913-3810-810 is the number. It's been four weeks since the team last won. Four weeks since they beat the Broncos here. You know, they lost to Dallas. They had the off week, the bye week. They lost to the Giants. And now they're back home. There's got to be some frustration. If you're a player, you have to be a little frustrated when you start off well and then things don't go well. But that's where mentally I believe you have to have the right perspective. You have to have a belief in the system. You have that belief in what you're doing. Okay, 913-3810-810 is the number. Let's get some calls in here. I want to hear from you if you're a coach. I want to hear if you're an athlete. If you're a fan, you may just be a fan of this team. You may be a Chiefs fan. Are you down in the dumps now? Are you down in the dumps because they've lost several games in the last few weeks? You know, I always like to look at it from this perspective. As a sports psychologist, you have to take look at the big picture. And I do a lot of work with people. Here's when I work with someone, here's what I tell them. I, I, anybody comes in my office... We meet the first time. We talk about why they're there. We set up a game plan. And I have them do some homework. I have them make out five lists for me. Their goals, strengths, 
weaknesses, fears, and distractions. And then we come up with a game plan to attack those. You know, there are two types of goals, materialistic and non-materialistic. You can have a materialistic goal, which is something you measure, something you can quantify, or a non-materialistic goal, which is something you can't measure, such as self-confidence or a positive attitude. I mean, how do you measure positivity? Well, if you say positive things, you're more positive than if you say negative things. But does that mean you're really positive? It's hard to measure things like confidence. But those are the things you have to really work on. Then we identify the, the materialistic goals. Well, we want to win 12 games this year. Well, that's a result. How do you get there? It depends on your confidence. depends on your attitude. depends on your focus. depends on your preparation. Then we identify their strengths. What are their strong points? What are the things they do well at? How do they do well at those things? What are their weaknesses? What are the things they need to get better at? Do they work on trying to improve them? And that comes back to fear. Fear, see, I think when we talk about self-confidence, you have to talk about fear. You have to talk about being afraid of failure, being afraid of screwing up. A lot of people are afraid of success. A lot of people are afraid that if they do well, then someone's going to say, see, I told you you could do it. Now do it again next time, but do it better. So that fear of success can inhibit a lot of people, and that takes us to the distractions. What are the things that get in the way? All right, I'm going to get some calls in here. I've been talking long enough to myself. Let's get some calls in here. 913-3810-810 is the number. If you're a coach, how do you get your team to get their confidence back up when it starts to fall? 913-3810-810 is the number. If you are an athlete, you've played sports, and you feel your confidence has slipped. You don't feel as, as strongly about yourself. You start to have that self-doubt creep in. You start to question what's going on. How do you respond to that? 913-3810-810 is the number. I think today, when this game is over, if the Chiefs have won, you will hear talks about their confidence. You will hear players comment about their self-confidence, about how they believe in what they, they're doing. They didn't lose faith in the system. They didn't lose faith in what they were their role was. If the team doesn't play well, you will hear comments about cracks in that confidence. You will hear cracks in that issue. You will find that there will be that self-doubt will have come in. There's such a small difference between the success and failure that you can have. And I think so much of this, like I said, as a sports psychologist, I work with people on this topic. This is what it all comes down to. If you succeed, you know, our, uh, right across the parking lot here, Blue Valley North won their first state football championship yesterday. I want to congratulate them. My sons went to school there. Great accomplishment for the school. You know, they didn't, they didn't have the best record in, the, in their conference this year, but they ended up winning state. A lot of that has to do with confidence. A lot of that has to do with belief. And that's where I think understanding who you are and what you can do and, and that trust level, trusting the system comes in. All right, 913 913- Three eight ten eight ten is the number. Let's see what Bill has to say. Bill, thanks for calling. How are you this morning? I'm all right. How about you? Great. Appreciate your call. Three things I think of. One is the better you are at your fundamentals, the more confident you are. Uh, number two, I would early in the game get there. I, I, you always want to run your best plays. I get that. But the plays they have the best chance of being successful at running those to help get confidence, especially getting the ball into the playmaker's hand, but the three, the big three sometime early, if they can break something, you know, get something like that. Uh, I think 
Travis Kelsey without getting penalties. He could get a little bit of swagger back. We kind of went south when, when he quit being so silly. And, again, I, I'm not saying get penalties. But I think four, it's easier. Well, I said three, but really there's four. It's easier for a coach if there's one guy that's always confident that can be that leader. And, and we don't know who that is. You always want to say it's the quarterback, but, but we don't know that for sure. Well, you, you, that, that, that's an excellent point, but I, and I don't know Alex Smith. I've never met him, never talked to him, but my impression of him is he has that confidence. And I've watched him play now for five years. He's obviously a very consistent player. You don't see him berate players on the sideline. You see him talk to players. You see him communicate to guys. I have met several people in the organization who have all told me he is the consummate leader, and I believe that. I've watched him enough. I mean, I've, I've been watching sports my whole life, and I, as 37 years as a sports psychologist, this is what I deal with. I see guys in charge. You know, a guy like Philip Rivers, who screams and yells at players, or Peyton Manning, I mean, they're, they're obviously great talent to quarterbacks. But, you know, do guys want to play with them, getting screamed and yelled at all the time? I don't know. Right. I don't know. I think a guy would rather play with a guy like Alex Smith. You know, Tom Brady will get, get on you, but, but it, it's in a positive way. You know, you right. see that you see that type of thing. So I think Alex Smith is the leader. I think he is the leader of the team, and I think he's a guy that, that these players respect. Yeah, I hope so too. I'm an Alex Smith fan. I'm just saying we don't always we always assume it's the quarterback, but we don't always know. But if he's the one that helps a lot to have that person on the field, also. You know, I think you're right, and I and I want to make make this comment about Travis Kelsey. I think he's done a great job of controlling himself. The last few games, you know, earlier on, the first two or three games of the year, he kept getting those those stupid penalties. And right. I've noticed with him more self-control. I've definitely noticed that with him, and I think that's that's a, a, a credit to the organization for obviously they've talked to him about that because there was that one game, I can't remember what it was he did. He did something, and then and he came off the field, and Andy Reid was, was, you could tell, was upset at him. But since then, uh-huh. he hasn't, you know, there's been more self-control on his part. Which is a credit to him because he's recognized, hey, I've got to, I've got to get better, better grasp on this. So I think you know those are there are a lot of positive things that are going on here. Obviously, you know, people said what's wrong with Kareem Hunt. Well, I don't think anything's wrong with him. I think it's you know he's a rookie. That's they go through ups and downs. But I think the whole mindset part of this bill is what it comes down to. Now, what do you think? I think that it is a mindset. But again, that's where someone that's confident comes in. As far as Kareem Hunt, he's had no room to run. It's people say, what's the matter with him? Well, when he's getting hit three yards in the backfield by, you know, six or seven guys are up there, then that makes it hard to get any yardage no matter who you are. And to me, that's where the fundamentals come back in. As, as a lineman, you're more confident the more fundamental you are. Now, if the guy across from you is more athletic, there's not a lot you can do about that. But you can at least increase your chances of success with your own foundation. Well, I always like to say, as I've shared earlier on the show, you can have two athletes who are physically the same, but the one with a stronger mind will come out on top. What do you think of that? Uh, I agree with that, too. Um, but, you know, if that's the case, then every team would also be 500 because every team's you have ups and downs also. Well, right, but I think... Some talent comes into play. Yo, there's no question about it. You've got to have the... T- well, you, they wouldn't be here if they didn't have the talent. You know, every player in the NFL is a very, very, very talented individual physically and mentally as well. But I think in the end, you, you know, you can have two guys who can, you know, bench press the same, run the same, 
but where their mind at is going to be the difference there. And that's where I think, I think a guy like Andy Reid, from what everything I've read about him and heard, listened to him, he is a consistent guy, and that's the type of guy I'd want to have as my coach. You know, last year, I, you know, what were they one and one and five, and then they won eleven in a row or whatever it was, and. I think that's where consistency comes in and the belief in yourself comes in, belief in the system. So this team's been through these ups and downs, and that's why I think they, they're going to take their, – their approach today is solely on the Buffalo Bills, not on, on the Jets next week. It's what do we have to do today to win and play our best. And I think if they take that mindset, they're going to have a good chance to succeed. I agree. That's cool. why you're the man. Well, we'll see what happens, Bill. Thank you for your call, sir. I appreciate it. Thank you. Goodbye. All right. 913-3810-810 is number. I want to hear from you if you're a coach. If you are a coach, how do you coach a team through an adversity situation? How do you get your team to come back when they're down? How do you get your team to play better when things aren't going well? 913-3810-810 is the number. If you're on your way out to Arrowhead right now to tailgate to get, get going for this game, I know a lot of you are listening on your drive out there. How would you handle this situation if you were a coach? What would you tell the team before today, before this game today? Do you focus on what's been going on? No, you focus on what's in front of you. You focus on the game plan. You focus on execution. That, that I, I said it earlier. Too many people worry about results. They worry about the score instead of focusing on executing. I, I referred to Tom Brady and the, and the Patriots last year down 28-3 in the third quarter in the Super Bowl. The game was over from everybody's perspective except for the New England Patriots players. They're fan. I, I saw a great story about these fans who left the game and then watched the end of it in a bar. It comes down to that belief that you keep playing, you keep playing, you keep playing until the whistle blows and the game's over. You don't stop. It's easy to give up. It's easy to quit. It's easy to stop. And that's where mindsets come in. You have to keep believing. I mean, Last year was was an interesting year in sports. The Patriots down twenty eight to three in the third quarter, come back and win. The Cavaliers were down three games to one of the Golden State and came back and beat them in the NBA championship. And the Cubs, as we know, were down three games to one of the Indians and came back and beat them in the World Series. I mean, why? Why did that happen with all three of those sports teams in the championship series? Because they didn't stop. They believed in the system. They believed in themselves. They didn't quit. You know, there's that very famous story about the Cubs. Game seven goes to extra innings, and the Cubs had a team meeting. Jason Hayward calls a team meeting and, and, and just said, hey, what are we doing here? We're playing scared. We've won over 100 games this year. Why? We had fun. Let's just go have some fun. Let's go play baseball. what they do? Next inning, go out and win. And you could see it on their faces. They were laughing. They were happy. They were just having fun and playing. They weren't worrying about the score. And I think that's what it comes down to. A mindset, a positive mindset, a positive realistic mindset is you focus on the next play, focus on what's in front of you. I'm sports psychologist Dr. Andrew Jacobs. I'm here every Sunday from 7 to 8 a.m. I hope you enjoy this show. Try to bring up topics each week that I think will be of interest to you. I know it's early on Sunday morning. 7 to 8 is a very early time on a day a lot of people like to sleep in. But I appreciate the people who call in, appreciate the comments. get a lot of comments throughout the week from people who've listened to the show. And I'd love to hear from you. If you have a topic you would like me to bring up on this show, send me an email at my website, which is winnersunlimited.com. My email address is drj at winnersunlimited.com. There are a lot of ways you can get a hold of me. 
Either email me at my website, first of all. You can send me a message on Twitter. My Twitter address is at DRJ Sports Psych. At DRJ SPRT PSYCH. You can also call me. There's that remember phone calls. We used to do that a lot. 913, excuse me, not 913, 816 561 That's my office number. I am taking on new clients. I give talks on these topics all the time. If you're interested in having me talk to your team, talk to your organization, get a hold of me. This is what I do. Love to talk to you if you have comments or topics you'd like me to bring up on this show. Get a hold of me and let me know. I hope everybody had a great holiday, spending time with their family, enjoying their time with their families. It's the holiday season now. Be careful. Be smart out there on the roads. A lot of people get in that party mode, sometimes a little bit too heavy in the party mode. So be careful. Be smart. Have a great week. I'm here every Sunday from 7 to 8 a.m. Hope you enjoy the show. Have a great week, Kansas City, and we'll talk to you next week here on The Leader in Sports, Sports Radio 810 WHB.